0: This is the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty podcast. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DFF Memphis and Jerry at JerrySynDFF.
1: BestFantasyFootballLeague.com. Join a 12 team Dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues, with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com. The best fantasy football leagues on the net.
2: What's happening, everybody? Happy Wednesday and welcome to the dynasty war zone the people's dynasty podcast and we are the flagship podcast of dynastyfootballfactory.com and we are proud members of the dynasty football network at df underscore network on twitter and what do you know two shows in a row we are back together the uh the og host me and you know him as the man of the hour and the man
0: with the power he is jerry sinclair jerry how are you buddy so sweet i couldn't be sour that's how i am how are you my friend
2: uh you know i i had a really good week uh only lost in one league you know every league matters because you're playing for money in almost all of them uh i had a 35 point lead i think going into sunday night's game my opponent only had aaron jones left and uh Uh. i came up on the, the the short end of the tally sheet on that one Outside of that, man, I, I did pretty well. I, I swept through uh, all of the goat leagues, uh, went three and zero there, uh, one in the UDPL, one in Trade Attic Seven, you know, all those uh, big leagues and all the other leagues in between. There's one uh, that we that we roped you into. It was uh, dispersal that I didn't have the the best of uh, assets in, and I'm slowly putting this thing back together. But no, man, I, I had a good week of fantasy football. How about you?
0: It was all right. Uh I I took some hits too on Sunday night. I needed just about anything out of Chase Edmonds in one league, and he didn't get it. I needed 20 yards, he gave me 13, so that was harsh. The listener league sort of I've got over a hundred points scored. Top top point getter in the league. Over hundred points over everyone that's ahead of me. I'm four and four and in fifth place. So that's that's fantasy for you.
2: It is, man. It is. It's a lot of fun when you catch the right side of those breaks, but it's not so fun. So, I mentioned the the Ultimate Dynasty Podcasters League. So, there is one team that uh, was a team that coming into the season we thought would be in contention for a top four pick. Well, this team has like Lamar Jackson. It's, It's just, and it's just one the right matchups like it's eked out you know you ever see that team that just like squeaks by every single week this team's six and two I I, I will you know send you a picture of the roster sometime you'll be like how is this team six and two and that (laughs) and that that's what makes it fun this team has 150 less points for than like any other team in the top eight it's crazy but you know what that's why we play you catch a lucky break you have some fun uh you play golf at all jerry
0: so poorly
2: well yeah yeah I, di- I didn't say I was any good but like golf it's like you hit that one you hit that one shot toward the end that keeps you coming back thinking that the next time you play that you can uh, you can keep it going but before we get into tonight's topic we want to talk about the uh, week nine uh, the NFL trade deadline or actually lack thereof uh, and wow wow yeah it was pretty sad I want to remind you that the uh, the patreon is live. And uh, Just head over to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty War Dropped a free episode last week. This week's episode had old friend of the show, Nate Pilmer, uh, the Dynasty dog himself. He writes for a website for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, big Bucks fan living in Southern California, but he jumped on to help me out, so it wasn't just a one-man effort. Uh, I think you and I are going to talk offline about getting a consistent day for you and I to do the Patreon and then uh, check out our social media thank you to all the new people who are following us especially on instagram instagram tends to be a lot more positive social media platform than twitter Tw- twitter can uh twitter can get dark quick man would you agree jerry
0: yeah oh yeah i we saw a little bit of that in the community this week there's some venom definitely some venom
2: yeah um we're, we're gonna get into some of the all of that we'll uh we'll we'll cover that we're gonna talk about some trades um, since the NFL disappointed us, Jerry and I are going to hit you know two or three of the listener trades to uh, make it a little bit of fun because we were expecting more trade action out of the NFL. But before we get into all the news and all the trades and all the action, we got to hear from our friends over at DynastyFootballFactory.com and DraftKings. Let's see what's up
1: dynastyfootballfactory.com has it all impact articles a full scope of fantasy football rankings adp and exclusive members only access to factory sports slack channel dynasty redraft idp debbie and even dfs a factory sports membership Unlocks it all. And annual memberships are free. That's right. We've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free. Just go to slash shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo. Sign up for your DraftKings account, deposit just $20, and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free Factory Sports annual membership. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See website for details. So act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today.
2: All right, as always, big thank you to DynastyFootballFactory.com and DraftKings for being sponsors of the show. They uh, help keep Jerry and I on the air. Would
0: you say that's right, Jerry? Yes, that is exactly what they do. Bless they, uh... their hearts for that.
2: So not a whole lot of big Dynasty-related stories, especially with the NFL trade uh, deadline being a poop sandwich, as my co-host would say. Uh, One trade that did go through that had some dynasty and fantasy ramifications was Kenyon Drake going from Miami, I believe for a a sixth round pick that can turn into a conditional fifth round pick. Uh, It looks like it's going to be about a five, let's see, seven game rental for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Drake is due to be a free agent at the end of the season. I couldn't see them re-signing him. They've already got tra- Chase Edmonds under contract. They've got David Johnson under contract. So this is going to be a uh, an opportunity for Kenyon Drake to kind of show his stuff. He was never going to get that opportunity in Miami, especially with their current mission in South Beach. So, I mean, this is a guy with a good pass-catching profile in his background. And David Johnson's not going to play in Week 9 Looks like Chase Edmonds is going to miss a quote-unquote several weeks. And for a team to come out early, think about when the Bengals said at the beginning of the season that A.J. Green was going to miss some weeks. And now they're saying the same thing about Chase Edmonds. Going to miss some weeks. This is a pass the ball to the running back offense. A lot of checkdowns. I think Kenyon Drake can inflate his value in the next few weeks. What
0: What do you think, Jerry? Are you buying, selling, holding? What are you doing? I I think you are absolutely right. And... You know, I was when it first happened, I was sort of curious as to why they would do it, you know, just because I assume that it is a rental. And why are you trying to give up a, a, you know, some draft capital for a team that's really not going to do much? But you don't want Kyler Murray to get killed. So I do think they're going to dump it off to him. I think he's got a nice value. Uh, If I need a running back, maybe I've got, you know, a Joe Mixon and I'm trying to get somebody else that I can get a pulse out of. I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it if you've got him and you want to sell them, I'm not mad at you for that either, depending on your situation. Very team-dependent. I think it's a good move for the Cardinals. I think it's a great move for Kenyon Drake because he got out of the black hole that is South Beach. So it, I think it's good for everybody, and I, I think it's best for Kyler Murray of all people.
2: Yeah, and there are, and, and it's a great time to buy if you're in Dynasty because uh, let me give you some of the reasons why. Um, I, I think he's going to have a workload – Uh, that Chase Edmonds had been getting when David Johnson was on the field. So even if DJ comes back, I still think uh, Drake will fill in a little bit for him. And then let me read you some of these bye weeks coming up. So this week, in week nine, you've got the Falcons, Bengals, Rams, and Saints. And those are all teams. Those are good teams except for the Bengals. And I can tell you, I've got several teams with like Michael Thomas and Cooper Cup. You know, I've got Cooper Cup everywhere. I'm a big golf guy. And then how about week 10? How about week ten, Jerry? When you got the Broncos, Texans, Jags, Patriots, Eagles, Redskins—six teams. That's by apocalypse. That's by a palooza. And then in uh, week eleven, you've got the Packers, Giants, Seahawks, Titans, and then you got looks like five or six teams in in week. So if 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 you can scoop up a guy like Kenyon Drake in, in redraft, if you can get him in dynasty, I think I'm throwing out a third right now. I think I'm throwing out a third if I have to throw in a pair of thirds, if I'm a contender. Because here's the thing, Jerry, you know how I like to flip players, right?
0: Oh, yeah. So if That's why you were on a show with Nate Pilmer, because you two are just peas in a pod. He's good people.
2: But if if you land Kenyon Drake cheap, and let's say in the free agency period next year as a free agent, let's say he winds up in one of those sexy spots, because it's very possible. Yep. Uh, you, you just you got your, got your opportunity to flip this player. We talked about last year and the year before. Now, now, Kenyon Drake's a little bit more pedigreed than Damian Williams and a little bit more pedigreed than Alex Collins, but it, it kind of feels like that, Jerry. He's a guy yeah. who's going to a team where he's going to get an opportunity, and then if he signs somewhere in the offseason with promise, this is a guy you could easily get that pair of thirds back. So I threw him out there as bait in one of the leagues that we're in together. I didn't get a whole lot of uh, interest there. So I'm I'm actually out currently on the prowl looking to acquire Kenyon Drake in my in my dynasty leagues cheap. Like I said, I'd pay a third, maybe a third and a fourth in 2020, a third in 2020, and a third in 2021 only as a contender, um, because I think I'm gonna get that value back out. I'll tell you a guy you're not gonna get trade value back out of, and that's Brandon Cooks. I feel bad for the human. Um, Another concussion in a very short time period. He's going to see a concussion specialist. Uh, This is a big concern, Jerry. This is a guy who hadn't been producing much in 2019, and now his health is in in the microscope of concern. So, uh, I'll start with you. Uh, are you nervous about him playing a significant role as a wide receiver one, which he had been the last several years? And do you see much of a difference between him and, say, Sterling Shepard, who's missed significant game time already?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have Brandon Cooks, but we, we had concerns about Brandon Cook's pre-injury. This is a dude that he shows up three or four times a year, and you're happy you have him, and the rest of the time he's a super headache. You know, how many times have you said Cooper Cup is the heartbeat of that passing offense? And guess what? It's proven to be true. And this they have Robert Woods. So, yeah, I'm very concerned. I would love to tell you to sell. It's going to be tough, though, because he's not performed and he's hurt. The problem is, is do you really see there's going to be an opportunity in the future where maybe his perception spikes? I don't know if I do
2: it's it's gonna to be tough sledding for Brandon all you can do is is hold I I mean what's the most you think you would get for him? I, that's what I was r- gonna r- ask right. you like
0: if I offer somebody to get a first back for Brandon Cooks, do you think they're gonna take it? Hell no. that's I, I, what I'm hey, saying. So at that point I might just hold him. I mean you, you just kind
2: of have to I mean you you need something positive if you're a contender, this sucks. I mean this absolutely sucks yeah. but I, I I got it but but in in fairness. If you're a contender and you have Brandon Cooks, let's be honest, you were probably contending without him. True, because yeah, there you go. He has so I, I think you just got to you know put him in your IR spot in a dynasty league and wait because I mean this is a guy who just signed a. I'm looking at his contract right now as we speak. He is going to be on this team more than likely for the I mean for the next two years. In 2020, his dead cap number is 21 million dollars. Yeah, he's there. In 2021, his dead cap number is $13 million. So I think he's still going to be a Ram. I just, you know, tell yourself, convince yourself, psych yourself out to the point to where, you know, tell yourself he's got an ACL or a severe, a severe hamstring strain, and he's just not going to be uh, available to you, and that will keep you from from doing anything that you shouldn't. Uh, no Matt Braden no Raheem Mostert, no Jeff Wilson. Uh, more than likely on Thursday night is it the uh the continuation of the Devin Coleman coming out party for the 49ers
0: to an extent i mean we're not that was stupid that was stupid he buried me in a couple leagues and i was not i'm not a person that has a lot of Tevin coleman so i took that to the face uh, but he
2: was on the he was on the bench uh in, uh
0: in the one league that i own him and that just rips your heart out but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, just because he's going to get the workload, but you know, I don't love to, I'm going to talk about Tevin Coleman a little later too, but he, he's just, yeah, he's a jag. He's all right. He's pretty good. He's RB2. I, I think in that offense with Kyle Shanahan's
2: desire to run the ball, he'll be fine. Um, I like it. He'll be at RB2 the rest of the way, like point-wise, like total points between yep. week nine and week... 17 most fantasy leagues end in 16, at least the good ones. But I think in that time period, he will produce cumul- cumulatively the numbers of an RB2, but he'll give you some RB one weeks in there, some RB three weeks in there, especially as Breda and the rest of these jokers get get hurt. But I'm I'm riding him out as a contender and I'm I'm waiting until after this game because then you have you know that two in a row, two games in a row. Hey, he's the bell cow. Cash me out for a twenty twenty first, a high twenty twenty second. Um, I'll trade you straight up. To, you know, if I'm not a contender, I'll trade you straight up Tevin Coleman for like a Miles
0: Sanders type. I think you can get those kind of deals done, Jerry. I, I'm with you, and if you can, doing it in a heartbeat. You see that boy's run. That, and, that boy is a home run hitter. And remember, we
2: always want to try, try. That's not always a, a lock that it has to be, but you want to try to uh, acquire running backs on on good teams. And certainly the Eagles are—they're not going to win the division, I don't think—but they're they're a good team. So um, I'll will t- tell you who's not good and is going to the bench on his birthday, the Red Rifle, the the Red <laughs> the the Red Rocket, the Dog Penis, Andy Dalton, on his birthday, his 32nd birthday, Mister Dalton, going to the bench. They're going to see what they got. And Ryan Finley—I mean, it can't get any worse, right? No.
0: <laughs> No, it cannot. I mean, you can't. You can't uh, fall off the floor. No. I've, tri- I've tried several times. Uh, I've been in a few situations where I thought it was possible, but it, it was not. And woke up with two hands full of shag
2: carpet, <laughs> holding on for dear life. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, wh- why not? I mean,
0: it can't. It can't affect exact, the weapons. Why, why not is the real question.
2: It, it, you know, it's it's one of those things. Uh, I was listening to my Vegas podcast, and they were saying the same thing. You're not going to impact the Bengals or their chance of winning or losing a game, really. And I'm looking at it from a fantasy standpoint because that's my gig, and I don't think it has a tremendous impact. Remember last year? I don't remember. uh, Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll came in last year and had no impact on the fantasy value of Tyler Boyd, and the, the guys in that offense. And I don't think that Ridley's going to have any significant impact, good or bad. So continue to use your bangles as you can. Uh, where does Andy Dalton wind up next year? He's still under contract one more year. I know he's owed $17 million. I do not know his dead cap. Is he a bangle next year? Uh,
0: I don't think so. But I don't think Ryan Finley's the guy either. Um, that, I I don't know. I honestly don't know. And I don't think the Jerry. perception around him is the same as Jerry, like, Jerry, Ryan Jerry. Fitzpatrick. Go ahead. They're having a tank-off between the Bengals and the Dolphins. That's oh, you it's know, bad.
2: So so so. fast forward five years from now. We'll be talking about Joe Burrow and Tua Tungvala, whatever his name is. Tungvala. Yeah, him too. So we're going to be talking about these two guys, um, potentially the way that we talk about Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota now. Now, hopefully – Hopefully it's a little bit better than that. Hopefully they, they actually end up having uh, a little bit of juice to their game.
0: But and I like I like that you use those two guys because every time we talk about prospects we talk about how great they are and how good they are. And it, you know, just like we did with Jameis and just like we did with Marcus Mariota, that kind of stuff can happen. So keep that in mind. But continue, sorry to interrupt, but no, that was a good point.
2: no, no, no and and that's why. So I, I think that in twenty twenty, I think Andy Dalton I don't know. Um, is is like a, like a veteran backup somewhere? That's not I mean the Joe Flacco esque sort the, of move. Exactly right. He's a Joe Flacco. He's a uh, a Ryan Tannehill type that you know he may get some work in 2020, but at this point, just like we talked about with Brandon Cooks, you're you're uh, this is what happens when you gamble. If you weren't out trying to sell Andy Dalton in your dynasty leagues, now you're going to be stuck with him. You know, just like you did last year with Ryan Tannehill, put him on the bottom of the bench. Ride the storm out, see what can happen in the future. Um, just don't let a, a, an asset age out on on your team. It just absolutely sucks. I think that this Bengals team will walk into 2020 with a rookie QB, whether it's Tua, whether it's Joe Burrow, whether it's Herbert or anyone else, even Fromm, they're going to walk in with a, a rookie quarterback and they'll probably have a quote-unquote open competition between that rookie and Finley going into 2020. Does that sound accurate? I think you are hitting the nail on. You know, Jerry, the head. I you, you know I I have done this for a little while. Um, let's talk That's about some guys. Rodeo. So let's talk about some guys that didn't get traded. Robbie Anderson, OJ Howard, Tyler Eifert, Lev Bell, just to name a few, that are sticking around with their original teams. Uh, not really much changes for me. I think Robbie Anderson will be on a new roster in twenty twenty. Uh, OJ Howard. They, they. I guess they wanted that first round pick back.
0: Yeah, and but, sorry. Maybe, maybe if this was last year before he got hurt, maybe you could have gotten him with that perception. But I, mm, no.
2: I, I'm telling people, it's, it's. This is not Walmart. This is not Target. You don't show up with your with your tight end after a couple of years and your receipt and be like, yes, I would like my money back for this, please. And then when they tell you no, as other general managers tell you no, you go, I'd like to speak to the manager, please. It's mm-hmm. exactly how this works. And, and NFL general managers aren't doing that. You're, you're selling used goods at this point. We've seen it. And nobody – it seems like the, the, the trade market, part of the reason why it was so bad, at least in my opinion – is it just feels like the the prices were astronomical out there?
0: Yeah, I I heard rumors. You know, a second for Robbie Anderson. Listen, Robbie Anderson's a nice player, but Robbie Anderson ones runs one route real well, and that's about it. And I'm not giving up a second for that guy. I'm I'm sorry. I like him as a fantasy asset, but as an NFL team, I I, I think know. I think NFL
2: kind of. Um, excuse me. The the New England Patriots kind of. Uh, really skewed the market by paying a second for a thirty-year-old Muhammad Sanu. Yeah, that's something. But but the thing of it is, as as an NFL team, can you really afford to give up a second for Robbie Anderson? I mean, his uh, his propensity to get in trouble with the law is well documented. He's not under contract after this year. You're going to have to pay him. So I I couldn't I couldn't justify
0: as a general manager giving you a second for Robbie Anderson. And I think that's the problem with a lot of these GMs. Clearly, the Jets don't want Le'Veon Bell. I, I, I know you signed. You you gave him eleven touches. You tried to shop him. What were you? What were you thinking? You were going to get? Were they trying to get a first or something? You're not going to get that. Stop it. I mean, you're
2: asking someone to assume uh, the the remainder of a. I think it was a fifty two million dollar contract and twenty eight million bucks guaranteed. Man, get the hell out of here. Man, get that. Get on down the road. Uh, Want to hit on a couple of bits of injury news? James Conner on like the last play of the game on Monday Night Football, which you should have been watching. You should have taken my advice from last week. I and did. and, and I said, hey now, little, little, little Jerry's back in action. <laughs> and uh, because next Monday night you're going to want to watch the Cowboys. You're going to want to watch the Cowboys versus the Giants because you're gonna, how many opportunities do you get to watch Zeke versus uh, Barkley in primetime. So I hope you took my advice but on the, like the last play or second like to last play of the game. Uh, James Conner Injured his AC joint, which is your shoulder if you don't know. Benny Snell's got a knee injury. And Jalen Samuels, not all the way back. Uh, A little bonus bargain bin play for you. Trey Edmonds is the only current that we know of healthy running back on the Steelers. Joe Flacco, he's a pain in the ass and he's got a pain in the neck. Uh, He's going to miss this week against the Browns and he could miss several more. They're starting, I think it's Brady Allen? Brian Allen? Bray Allen, Bob Allen, one of the Allens. One of the B. Allens. Something Allen. And uh, he's here to crap all over the value of guys like Cortland Sutton. And uh, I guess Cortland Sutton, because Noah Fant's not been good. (laughs)
0: That's that's what we got.
2: I'll tell you, keep an eye on Tim Patrick. He had a broken hand, I believe, and he's eligible to come off of the IR. Go out there and kick over some rocks in your deep dynasty looks. Look for Tim Patrick. He was a guy who flashed a little bit last year. In uh, the back end of 2018 and he could be everything that dynasty owners have wanted uh, Deshaun Hamilton to be Jerry
0: I I, listen I was touting Tim Patrick in the offseason over Deshaun Hamilton so I'm with you on that one and I'm not
2: gonna drag out too many more of these other stories because I I do want to talk trades the NFL let us down we're not gonna let you down I've got five of them here the LA Superchargers fired Ken Wisenhunt as their OC Uh, Don't know what that'll translate to uh, the Chargers and Green Bay game this weekend, but you can't, you know, like I said earlier, you can't fall off the floor. So, all right, that's a bit of a shorter news segment. Not a whole lot going on, and thankfully, not a whole lot of key players are are injured out there. So, Jerry, I want to hit you with some trades. Are you ready? Fire away! Fire away! We got one from Rodney Ruxon at F Well, at F Footballer Unclean, uh Forever Unclean uh, at F Footballer one two three. He wants to know in a Dynasty PPR, Austin Eckler or a late twenty twenty first first and third. Jerry, you're up.
0: First and third, pretty easy for me. I like Eckler. I I really, I don't really think he's going to be the guy by himself. He's always going to split time. And those 2021 right now, they're worth a lot. Those 2021 on May 1st going to be worth even more. And you get a third as a bonus to throw in there. That's pretty easy for me. And I like Austin Eckler, but not going to be a workhorse guy. I think, I think they're going to bring someone else in if they don't sign Melvin Gordon. And if they do sign Melvin Gordon, oh my goodness, you got to steal.
2: I am going to disagree. Now, Mr. I saw your face. I M- knew you were disagreeing. M- Mr. Ruxin did not specify that this was a super flex league, so I'm going to assume that it's not. And, and without it being a super flex league, I mean, we've seen Austin Eckler, without Melvin Gordon in the way, play as high as the RB1 overall. And I'm talking, like, more points than Christian McCaffrey. RB1. And if they let Melvin Gordon walk, which is a real possibility in the off season and this is his job even if you're sprinkling in a a 2020 rookie or uh, a veteran like Justin Jackson still there if Austin Eckler's the guy man sign me up I, I will I'm willing to risk that 20 late 2021 because I'm I'm guessing this person's a contender yeah I, I'm gonna go the other way I, I know uh the magic beans that are 2020 picks but man I uh I I, I can't do that here's one for you from old friend of the uh of the show and Patreon, Larry Monkey, at Dino Monkey. Uh, he wants to know Curtis Samuel and Anthony Miller or just a 20 10-team PPR Superflex.
0: Say 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 it again, sorry.
2: Curtis Samuel, wide receiver, Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Anth- All right, Anthony-,
0: Anthony Miller,
2: wide receiver, Chicago Bears, or one 20, 20 second.
0: I'm taking the package of players. I like Curtis Samuel, and I like Anthony Miller. I I don't love Mitchell Trubisky, but I have got to assume that the way the quarterback play is in the NFC North right now, it is three monsters and a moron. Mitchell Trubisky has looked like poop. Sorry, Seth. I mean, Seth doesn't like him anyway, so we'll be okay. I'm not going to make any enemies... I I have to assume that they're going to move on. Maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but very soon. And Anthony Miller's a good player, man. And Curtis Samuel's a good player. I don't... Who knows what that quarterback situation is going to look like? Either way, Curtis Samuel can make plays. Seconds are dark throws. We're talking 30% hit rate it, that they're ever a top 24 player at their position. And... I just that's one asset I feel like even if you're going to trade them by themselves I feel like you're going to get two seconds I feel like that's two seconds for one second I, I'm taking the two players
2: yeah and 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 I picked these trades because they they illustrate the shenanigans that go on this time of the year when contenders are out there in the streets doing crazy stuff Jerry uh, this next and one...
0: if Larry Monkey wanted to trade me Patrick Mahomes in the listener league that would also be okay just throwing that out there
2: Larry, write that down. Writer downer, Jerry needs some Patrick Mahomes. So you guys work that out. Um, Petey, Petey Wubbs, at Petey underscore Wubbs. uh, He said he traded Dallas Goddard in a tight end premium for Cortland Sutton and a 2022nd to a desperate Ertz owner. You see what I'm talking about, Jerry? They were desperate. I would have sent Goddard and a second just to get Sutton.
0: Uh huh. Exactly.
2: The, the The fact that you got Sutton in a second just shows you the links that people will go to right now, uh, out there on the streets. I, th- I think that one's pr- pretty cut and dry. Here's another one: uh, ballroom to basement. He uh, wanted to know if you wanted Larry Fitzgerald or Dallas Goddard. I mean, I'd rather have a, a half-eaten ham sandwich than Larry Fitzgerald right now. Yep. And I and mm-hmm. I'm and I'm not crapping on an all-time great and, and a Hall of Famer. I'm merely using that as an illustration. Because the Larry Fitzgerald's the guy that you kept gambling, Jerry, Jerry. You ever shoot craps? Yeah. Oh, yes, I have. I figured as much. You're a gambling degenerate like myself, and and you know you you keep rolling, man. You get on a good roll, and like you you know in your head, hey, I'm I'm way past my uh, my uh, point of positive return. You know that, that at any point this is going to roll up and you're going to crap out, right? Mm-hmm. We've known this for the last two to three seasons with Larry Fitzgerald. If you can get anything, much less D- Dallas Goddard, even in a standard league, which this said it was, I'm all about that. Larry Fitzgerald at the end of this season, he gone, Jerry. Yep. So anything- And even if he's not, still much prefer Goddard. 100%. Goddard look like the man. Got one last one I want to run by you. This one comes from Bill Samsonite. I wonder if he works in the luggage industry um tj hawkinson or a 2023rd an early 2023rd and a 2021 first so two picks a 2020 so probably the way i read this in the top 30 so between 20 25 and 30 overall in that in that year and then a 2021 first what you got uh,
0: does it say it's tight end premium or not
2: it does not but i'm going to cut you off right there and say hell no bill yeah. Hell no, because you, you, all you do when you draft a rookie tight end and then trade a rookie tight end is you reset the clock. We know that every once in a blue moon, you catch a, uh, an Evan Ingram. Every once in a blue moon, you catch a Jeremy Shockey, and that is a rookie running back. Ironically, both Giants. You catch a rookie uh, tight end, rather, that really gives you that top five, six option. But the rest of them, the majority of them, like look at Darren Waller. He's been in the league since 2015. He's just now doing his thing. Gerald Everett, been in the league since 2017. Now, those gentlemen were not drafted as high as TJ Hawkinson, and maybe you're getting a little antsy in your pantsy. But I'm hanging on to TJ Hawkinson. I've seen the talent. I've seen the flashes. Uh, it's only going to be a matter of time, Jerry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> All you have to do is watch the Lions, and I'm sorry if you are forced to do that, but the dude, and I've crapped on TJ. I feel like I do it every week. you got to be getting sick of hearing about it, but the talent is there. That's not ever been my issue with TJ Hawkinson. I I will rant on Twitter about taking a tight end at eight, but the dude is good, and for all the Matt Waldmans and the Mel Kuypers they said about how good he was at blocking, that boy is good. He's talented. Give it time, and you know, like you said, you're sort of just pissing away value if you do that. You got to sit on tight ends a little bit.
2: Yeah, you, if, if this was year three, but I'll even go back to Kyle Rudolph when he came out of Notre Dame, people expected. I don't think he went quite as high as T.J. Hawkinson, but when 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 you're a young tight end and you're good at blocking, guess what you're going to do? You're going to learn how you're going to block, and and you, which gets you on the field more. So look at this as like a uh, like if you're in the skilled trades, it's like this is his journeyman year. He's gonna he's 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 apprenticing. He's learning, you know, and, and, and he's learning his craft. And, and he'll be better for your fantasy teams in the very near uh, future. Now, there's a the kind of guy that like with a 2020 pick, you know, you're just raving about those uh, infamous 2020 If I can get Anthony, um, excuse me, T- uh, T.J. Hawkinson plus a little something back. For a twenty twenty first and a tight end premium, yeah, I'm probably into that. But we'll get into all that as we come up into rookie season. We're about two months away before we start rolling into rookie stuff.
0: Yeah, but we got championships to win this year. We'll worry about that when when we've already won them.
2: That's right. You don't put the cart before the horse. So, all right, Jerry. There there is the news. There is some rumors. Um, A little trade action. The NFL couldn't deliver trade action, so Jerry and I thought we would deliver a little bit of trade action to your ears. But before we get into the stock up, stock down, and some other segments, we're going to stop and we're going to listen to a quick word from our friends at Trophy Smack. Let's check that out. Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there? then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today. And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZRING. You pick out your trophy, which one do you like? You put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you had the promo code DWZRING, makes the ring free, and your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZRING, and let's have a big season. And as always, thank you to our friends over at TrophySmack. Smack. We also appreciate you taking care of Jerry and I. And remember, you're inching closer and closer every day toward playing for championship gold. Go get you some at Trophy Smack, man. Get that belt, get that trophy, uh, because you know you deserve it because you listen to the Dynasty Warzone. All right, stock up, stock down. A little bit of a return segment. Uh, We didn't do this last week due to our uh, midseason hits and misses. I'll go ahead and roll into mine. Mine, a stock up, is McCole Hardman, uh, wide receiver, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, he is currently going at 127 in a 1 QB league per FantasyData.com. I mean, you saw the potential of this kid on Sunday night. He took a like a like a like a reverse. It was a rush. It did not count as a pass toward Matt Moore's stats. Man, I loved what I what I saw of him. I love the speed. I, I like the fact that he's in an innovative offense with a great quarterback and a great offensive mind and Andy Reid and they've got significant draft capital wrapped up in this kid, a second rounder. I don't think Sammy's going to be there next year. I think they've got some outs in his contract. I'm looking at McCall Hardman. He's my stock-up guy right now. Uh, Jerry, who, who is your stock-up guy?
0: I like that call, and mine is DJ Chark, another one of these fast guys that sort of wasn't a super high draft pick. McCall Hardman was a little higher than Chark, I believe. Uh, yeah, he was. it took him a little bit in sort of that same way that you know, we're talking about TJ Hawkinson. He was a guy that ran in the four threes, I think. And he's like six, five out of LSU, 660 yards, six touchdowns. But through, what are we through eight weeks? What more do you want me to say? Seventh in the NFL in receiving yards for this kid. Guess how many of us thought that was coming? Uh, Mike Jernigan, Mike Jernigan, yeah, Mike Jernigan.
2: Go. was the only DJ chart truther that I've known since he was a rookie he kept hanging on, hanging on, hanging on. I almost went DJ Chark myself. I think that was too chalk. See what I did there? Chalk and, and Chark. Uh, I thought that was that was too much of a an, uh, layup. And I'll go back to mine real quick, McCoy Hardman. I knew I was close on the Sammy Watkins contract. He is due $21 million next year toward the cap, <laughs> which is a truckload. But the... The Chiefs can get out of that deal for seven million bucks if they cut him outright. Bye. They 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 just save fourteen million. So he gone. He's gonna be a uh, he's gonna be somewhere else next year. And I think in two wide receiver sets in twenty twenty, it's gonna be Tyreek Hill and it's, it, and it's gonna be Hardman. Yeah. Good luck with that.
0: Speed in space.
2: And, and before I roll into my stock down, which is gonna you know tie into Jerry's, it's uh. It, the, the demise of Travis Kelsey may have been uh, a little overstated. I saw on Twitter the last couple of weeks, hey, what's going on with Travis Kelsey? Basically, he hasn't been catching touchdowns. If you look, he's one of the league leaders in tight end receiving yards. He's one of the league leaders in tight end receptions. He just hadn't been getting in the end zone. He got in the end zone last week. From from a tight end standpoint, if even if he plays till he's 35, he's still five years younger than Jason Witten. So this guy's going to have value, and, and with Hardman and, and Hill pulling safeties out of the box, and him working against linebackers, yes, please, sign mm-hmm. me up. Uh, my stock down is DJ Chark. I think he was the guy everyone not named Mike Jernigan thought was going to be the breakout player in Jacksonville this year. Uh, between injury and just not being the favorite target of Gardner, the mustache, Minshew, uh, DJ um, sorry, D.D. Westbrook, D.J. D.D., but D.D., his, his stock's down. He's currently the 118th player off the board in a 1QB league per FantasyData.com. That's not to say that I'm giving up on D.D., but I don't know how many good wide receivers that that Jacksonville offense can sustain considering the amount of pass volume going to Leonard Fournette. So for those reasons, I'm down on D.D. Jerry, where are you down?
0: Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, and this one is so obvious. They have him at 112 the ADP right now. If you're taking Emmanuel Sanders in the ninth or 10th round of a dynasty startup, you are drafting poorly. Because this man is on the wrong side of 30. 32 years old, which means he was born in 1986. And I hate to tell you, but the NFL is a young man's game coming off the torn Achilles. He scored a touchdown this week, so that's good. Maybe you can get out from under him, but No, thank you. This guy hasn't had a thousand yard season since 2015. I think it was maybe 2016 and you know, no, thank you. I'm good on that. I thought that was absolutely crazy to see that is only going to plummet.
2: Yeah. And remember just because Jerry and I say stock up, stock down, that does not mean that we say sell these guys or sell them cheap or buy high. We're just saying that these are guys who are on our radar for positive and negative reasons. So if you agree with us, you know, you might explore what you can get a McCole Hardman for. He's not producing on a week-in, week-out basis, so you might be able to throw an aged veteran. You know, Larry Fitzgerald in the third for McCole Hardman, if you're a rebuilder or not a contender, m- maybe you can name-trap somebody. There, there, there's a lot of ways to do that, but please don't think that we think that Dee, Dee sucks. You know, we're, we're just merely saying that these are guys who are currently through eight weeks. We think their stocks is uh, going in the wrong direction. Uh, speaking in the wrong direction, Jerry. We have to own up some of our mistakes from last week and so far in the season, and then we do get to take a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a uh, victory lap, even though I hate that term. Um, so we're gonna go to look back at it. You know where we were right, where we were uh, wrong so far. I'm gonna hit with my right, and mine is uh, holding faith in Jared Goff. You know he's had five top 12 games on the season, so he's played eight games, 625 percent of the time. He's gonna be a QB one for you. Um and over the last five games, he's the QB seven. Um, that's better than Brady over the last five weeks. That's better than Matt Ryan, which Matt Ryan does have an injury game in there. Dak, Wentz, um, he he's played real well. So I I have uh I have a lot of faith in Jared Goff going forward. You're going to give McVay and this offense a chance to continue to get better. I don't think the loss of Brandon Cooks is a huge deal. I think they can slide, uh, Josh Reynolds into that three wide receiver set, and they're continuing to use Gerald Everett more. So for those reasons, I've, uh, I feel very happy about holding my faith in Jared Goff. What about you, Jerry? What, uh, what were you right?
0: Uh, Mike Evans, you know, and not to say that, you know, he has just far surpassed Chris Godwin because Chris Godwin has been just as good, but since week two, when everyone was, Certain that the demise of Mike Evans was a certainty. We could chisel it in stone. The man's had 573 yards and six touchdowns. And Randy, 29 targets over the last two weeks. 29. I hate to tell you, there's a thing about fantasy football that I've said once, and I will say it 74,000 million times. Opportunity is king. And if you are a wide receiver that gets targeted 29 times, holy hell. That's absurd. So Mike Evans, and now even I didn't think that boy was going to get targeted 30 times in two weeks, but Mike Evans is back. Don't.
2: Well, but he never, y'all, he y'all he never went You chicken littles anywhere.
0: thinking the sky's falling too quick, my friends. He never went anywhere. All
2: right. He he plays in a volatile offense with a volatile quarterback in an extremely talented wide receiver, you know, on the field with him. There are gonna be big weeks, there's gonna be down weeks, and there's gonna be in between weeks. And that's just the way that it is. You know, I, I as a Colts fan, I can remember a time when both Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne were wide receiver ones. Yes, it can happen in the right in the right offenses. I remember as far as last year when two teams produced wide receiver ones. That was the Steelers with A B and Juju, and it was the Vikings with Thielen and Diggs so they can both be so the next time I I, I see you having little slap fights on Twitter about who's better I'm going to come through and I'm, my pimp hand will be strong <laughs> it and is I, strong and I will be slapping people they're both good you, you you got a good value no matter who you got so I'm with you on Evans where I was wrong man the Jets I I, I yeah. was I was big I was big on the Jets I I, I thought man Adam Gase could come in there and and, and breathe life into this offense and it's, it's just, it goes to show you, and it's not just Cleveland. I've, I've bashed plenty on Cleveland. But it just goes to show you what a toxic environment, you know, comes from. And even if they, I, I think that you have to, and I heard this on, again, the Vegas podcast, I never want to steal someone else's, you know, thought or without, you know, giving proper credit. And they said, if, if you're an organization like the Jets, like the Browns, you know, you just can't fire Adam Gase or Freddie Kitchens because what do you tell other elite coaches out there? Mm-hmm. That, that, that if you don't produce in year one, we're going to fire your ass. And if you're Urban Meyer, you got choices in life. You can stay in TV. You can go back to college. There's rumors of him going to U- UCL, excuse me, USC. Um, Lincoln Riley's got a great gig, paying real well there in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, Mike McCarthy – you know, out there on the street, won a Super Bowl with Green Bay. You know, you're not going to get these guys to uproot their families and, and move to your town, whether it's New York, Cleveland, or anywhere else. If you have a, a, a quick, toxic reputation of firing coaches, cycling through players, no stability, I'm telling you, but I, I was wrong. I was wrong about Adam Gase. I was just, it, it, it sickens me because I, I love Sam Darnold. You know what a Robbie Anderson fan Uh, I, I am, I've always been lukewarm on, uh, on Lev bell, but man, this one just sucks. And and, and I hate to admit it, but I am going to admit it. I've been dead wrong. Uh, easier schedule ahead, but still I I've got to see it to believe it at this point, Jerry, where were
0: you wrong? I hear you. And you say it's an easier schedule, Randy, the next six weeks, Miami, the giants, Washington, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami. There is a lot of tank in there. So while I hear you, it has been ugly. And as a Le'Veon Bell owner across many a league, it has been ugly. And Sam Darnold while we're at that. So it has been ugly. I was wrong about Aaron Jones. Not only from the fact that he could hold up, but I assumed that when they split time with Jamal Williams, he was not going to be fantasy, as fantasy relevant as everyone was drafting him. And the craziest thing about that situation Is that yeah, they're splitting time, but they're both viable options. That is what threw me off. Good for you, Aaron Jones. You know, a dude that I've always liked his talent and I liked him as a prospect. But if I was a betting man, I would have not bet that this would be the outcome. And he's had it's been a roller coaster. He's pretty touchdown dependent. But when you're on the Packers offense, you know, that's okay. And Aaron Jones. Good for you, man. You you proved me wrong, and he's holding up strong. Delvin Cook's another guy, sort of that same situation. Like the talent, wasn't sure if they'd be able to hold up. They both have. They both shut me right up. Good on you guys, and, and good on
2: Matt Lafleur for for keeping his word. He said he was going to get the running backs more involved in the passing game. And, and to be fair, some of that target volume will maybe dissipate a little bit for Aaron Jones. When Devontae Adams gets back. I mean, you can you can only target Geronimo Allison, MVS, and the Lazard (laughs) King so many, so many times before uh, you just take the safe and Jimmy and the corpse of Jimmy Graham out there. So I, I just love the fact that they're involved in the passing game. I will say this is if you got a Jamal Williams share or if you're in a redraft and you can afford to keep Jamal Williams on the end of your bench, I'm telling you, Aaron Jones has missed games every year due to injury. And he, he went into halftime of that game, you know, with a shoulder issue, and he came back out and played phenomenally. But I'm just saying, not the healthiest guy around. Worth uh, worth hanging on to your Jamal Williams. So that is where Jerry and I were right and wrong. We're going to jump into the bargain bin real quick. I'm going to throw out Ryan Griffin. So Chris Herndon, yeah, I'm going right back to the, uh, the, the, the Jets because I'm a sucker. I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, Ryan Griffin. Two TDs last week. He's had a couple of good games with Sam Darnold while Chris Herndon was both suspended and injured. And remember, it's not a lock that Chris Herndon's going to come back and play a full complement of snaps. Ryan Griffin available in seven of my nine dynasty leagues, even my tight end premiums. Start scooping up Ryan Griffin. Um, You could have a re-injury of Herndon's hamstring. He's going to be limited coming back. They're going to be upping games more than likely, and Sam Darnold likes using the tight end. Ryan Griffin, if he's out there, throw in your waiver bid today. Jerry, what
0: you got, buddy? Marvin Hall of the Detroit Lions. This is a dude didn't get any play the first couple of weeks. The last month, you know, not getting a ton of volume, but just hitting home runs. The last four weeks, he's had a 49-yard reception, a 47-yard reception, a 58-yard reception, and then he had another forty-plus yard reception. This is—he's just a home run hit away, and if he can get two or three, four receptions, if he can, you know, evolve that route tree a little bit, this is a dude that's going to get you some fantasy points. And he is virtually free right now. So Marvin Hall of my Detroit Lions.
2: I, I like it. Uh, the other day I had to play Marvin Jones in both the Scott Fishbowl and one other league, and I saw the, the touchdown, and it said Marvin, and I was like, yes! You know, l- l- little Tiger Woods fist pump. Mm-hmm. Not Marvin Hall, not Marvin Jones. Uh, I still like Marvin Jones. All right, we're going to head to overreaction theater. Things we're not overreacting to based on a very short sample size or what we consider to be a blip on the radar. Mine's Matt Moore's production as Mahomes fill in on Sunday Night Football. Hey, he looked great, and against the defense that had been pretty good so far, you have the uh, the pass rushing Smiths, um, one of my favorite cornerbacks in the NFL, and Jair Alexander. You know, and he still put up 267 yards, two TDs, got Travis Kelsey in the end zone. Didn't kill the the fantasy day of Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill had just over 13 PPR points, but even though he's at home this week, he's playing a much more significant uh, defense, in my opinion. He's playing Minnesota. Um, I don't overreact to this. Don't get crazy if he plays again this week and they, they let Mahomes sit and roll him out there. I, I, I think that would be a trap. I'm not overreacting to it. And I, I do think you can play the wide receivers. I just wouldn't play Matt Moore. I think I think I would play Tyreek Hill easy. Um, I actually, I, I, think, I, I think I'd be a little con, more concerned about Kelsey You're not benching him due to how good he is, but I think you have to temper expectations, so uh, that's not what I'm overreacting to. What about you? Tevin Coleman.
0: I mean, not that you can expect four touchdowns in any week, so that goes without saying, but this is a dude that three out of the five games this year has gotten you less than 61 yards cumulative between rushing and passing. The one game he he got over that was against Cleveland when they obliterated them 30-3 to or whatever that game was. And, you know, this last game was the first time he got over a hundred yards rushing and he still only got 13 touches in the whole game. He had a big run. He took it to the crib. Good for him. Not to end with everybody out. You know, he's going to be good. He's going to be OK. Like we said earlier, he's going to be that RB two. just, you know, don't don't go expecting, you know, this is where he's going to be that Devonta Freeman from 2016 the rest of the way. And we have a new guest on the Dynasty Warzone. Look at that cute dog face, and I'm not talking about Randy, folks.
2: I'm I'm the dog face gremlin. Yeah my dog <laughs> my dog is going uh, going hammer over here. Maybe she thinks I'm actually going to Vegas and not just talking about Vegas because that's a that's our next segment the the Vegas slant. One thing I want to incorporate more of is player props because I think that's a great indication of what Vegas thinks people would do. The problem is is they don't come out early enough so. We might make that a bonus podcast uh, at some point just to give it a a trial run. But the games that we're leaning toward, uh, the first one is Houston at Jacksonville. And Houston continues to be on the the three games. Uh, I I don't think you can play Kiki QT, but I think you can play Darren Fells. I think you can play Stills. I know he kind of hurt you last week, but he's going to be boom bust. He's going to be the Will Fuller role. In that offense, Jacksonville, I think you continue to roll out the mustache. Gardner Minshew as your QB two, uh, Leonard Fournette goes without saying. Uh, DJ Chark. There's not really a tight end I like in Jacksonville. Jerry, what what do you see going on in this one? This one's in nope. jolly, jolly old England, by the way.
0: Yeah, exactly what you said. Uh, those those are all the guys I mean, and Hopkins obviously, but he's not going anywhere. Uh, the The London game usually scares me. I feel like it's sort of ugly. So I don't know if they hit the over on forty eight, but I, I'm still starting all those guys. And like you said, I'm not going any tight ends on Jacksonville. They need somebody though.
2: Uh, I, I'm with you. I, I like. I I don't bet a lot of sports, but if I was to bet anything that I've seen so far on this, I think I would bet the under. Houston and
0: Jacksonville. Houston and Tennessee. Tennessee and Jacksonville. And it's it's oc- late October in London, and I don't know if you if there's one thing that England is famous for that's not sheep. It's rain, and that just it scares me a little bit. T, 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 T. Yeah, Two. The, there you the, go. The monarchy. I mean, there's
2: a lot of things. I mean, Big Ben, Parliament. Look, look, kids. Big Ben, Parliament. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, am with you. I, I, I'm going the under. Um, like did I you said, just
0: quote European vacation. I
2: did. That was Chevy Chase. <laughs> um, g- good catch, by the way. Um, and then your team, your team, the Detroit Lions, has been in a lot of these games that we're leaning toward. Uh, yeah, i'm going to talk about him and danny Amendola later so i won't spoil it here i, I still don't think i can roll out hawkinson even in a, in a in a 50 and a half point over and under game uh car jacobs waller uh tyrell williams Definitely waller ty tyrell yeah tyrell williams i mean all he does is catch touchdowns he's the new chris carter um on, on the detroit side yeah i want to talk about those guys here in a little bit in the dfs segment but um, you're the Detroit guy. Any uh, anything you want to lean toward there? Absolutely
0: no running backs. I'm good on all that. That is a no trade. Carson that is such an. Is that the worst running back backfield in the league? And they didn't do anything. They didn't even try for Le'Veon. They didn't try for Melvin Gordon, which I'm glad they didn't. That would have been stupid. Not Rashad Penny. Not Kenyon Drake. Nothing. They just wanted to have the worst backfield that could help exactly zero fantasy owners. Congratulations. Uh, you you yeah.
2: you've got, you've you've got you've got your wish.
0: But, uh, no. I mean, Stafford has been phenomenal. Not, I mean, he's he's been good fantasy wise, but he's just been fantastic to watch. It's fun to watch. Kenny Galladay is a man. Oh my God, his touchdown pass was just... great
2: call by you. Great, great, great call by uh by you last week. You said you weren't last year, last week's overreaction theater. You weren't tripping about the uh, the rough game that Galladay had had the week before. You said you were firing him up, man. That uh, that came through big for you.
0: And, and Evan Ingram thought Evan Ingram would have a big game. wasn't the biggest game, but he got in the end zone. Darren Waller's gonna do the same kind of stuff.
2: Absolutely. And then, yeah, especially without your your team captain safety, Quandre Diggs. There, he's now in Seattle, which ironically good transition. That's the number one over and under point spread game of the week. Tampa Bay going about as far as they could travel without going to Europe themselves. Uh, they're going all the way to Seattle to play the 12th man, 52 and a half point over under. That's a biggie. That's a lot of touchdowns they're expecting in the neighborhood of, you know, three to four touchdowns out of both teams. I love it. I'm
0: here for it, Jerry. Yeah, that's, I mean, for all the reasons that we talked about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin before, that's just an offense that just slings it, and For all that Jameis is is bad in this world, which there is a lot that he is bad in this world. I looked at his score at one point because I was against him in one of my leagues. And at one point he was at like negative four points. And next thing I knew he was damn near 20. Cause that's, that's just what that team can do. That's going to be a fun game because Russell Wilson, in my opinion, is. I don't know if he's the best quarterback in the league, but he is damn close to it. Love watching that dude play. James is going to sling it everywhere. That's going to be that's going to be the fun game of the week. And, and you're for right, fantasy about, owners at least.
2: You're right about slinging it because Tampa horrible against the pass and are actually pretty solid against the run. So maybe not the hugest Chris Carson game, but I, I think it's going to be a good game for for DK Metcalf. Lockett feels unstoppable, and at some point, I would like to see last year's out-of-nowhere sensation, David Moore, get more involved. You see what I did there, Jerry? Yes. I nailed it. All right, let's go to some of the games that we're looking to avoid. San Francisco at Arizona. I'll tell you on that San Francisco side, I know in a super flex with all the buys upon us, you've probably got to roll Jimmy G, um, but I'm trying to avoid Emmanuel Sanders uh, and all the wide receivers. Debo, Pettis, all those guys. I I think the only Niner I feel comfortable playing is Jimmy G, Kittle, and Coleman cuz the rest of the running backs are banged up and you might get one play out of them and and they kill you on the Arizona side uh Kyler Murray and I think it begins and ends with Kyler Murray the San Francisco
0: defense And is and you don't legit. love that that's just a you have you probably have to play him if you're playing him.
2: No, the, v- Vegas is expecting somewhere around 13 points for Arizona. I I don't want to be trying to fight, you know, to get my share of that. Um, the next game, th- these are some of the repeat offenders you're going to hear a lot. Chicago, you hear Chicago's name a lot. Why? They have a really good defense to hold their opposition down, and they have a really poor offense to hold themselves down. So so, <laughs> so, so Chicago's on the road, heading to Philly, uh, 43 point over and under. Uh, Vegas is expecting somewhere around 17 points out of Chicago and somewhere around 24 out of the Eagles, you know I love Carson Wentz. Uh, I love a redheaded quarterback, Sam Darnold. Ironically, not Andy Dalton. Sorry, Andy. I know it's your birthday, and I know you listen. You know what? Happy birthday! Um, but yeah, no. I, I, on the Chicago side, uh, David Montgomery looked good last week, but this is one of the top rush defenses in the league. Feels more like a Tariq Cohen game. I think I would play a little Cohen. You can't play. You can't not play Allen Robinson. My man's the cube, wide receiver twelve. On the season so far with the QB play of Mitch Trubisky, so I think I'm rolling. I think I'm rolling Robinson Cohen. That's it on the Bears side. Uh, you can't get away from Carson Wentz and 99% of your league, so you're definitely playing him. Uh, the Jordan Howard revenge game definitely got to roll him out there. And uh, what are you doing with the tight end situation in Philly?
0: Uh, I mean, you're probably playing them just because you don't have a better option, but. As, as far as the Bears are concerned, I think I'm only playing Allen Robinson. Uh, that's a Philly secondary that's gotten beat up, and he's been good even with Mish. So I'm going that. Like you said with Jordan Howard, it just feels like he's definitely going to get the workload. It just feels like it's going to be ugly. It's going to be like 19 carries for 76 yards. And Miles Sanders, he had the big run. He's not getting enough workload for me to start him yeah am I starting Ertz if that's what my team needs, but I mean, what are my other options? You know what I mean like if like if my choice is Ertz and Kyle Rudolph, like I'm still probably starting Ertz, I just don't feel good about it and I'm gonna take my four points and sulk in the corner.
2: Hey, I uh, I I'm, I'm right there with you. I have Ertz in two leagues left. I managed to move a couple of shares a few weeks ago at a premium I feel like I got away with murder Uh, there's a guy I'm looking to unload the problem is is that you're gonna need some consistency you're gonna need two or three good games in a row
0: and you can see or at least like a 30 bomb give me a 30 bomb, give me something to work with yeah
2: I I I can't sell if I don't have uh, I because you know right now the narrative is is he's terrible he's bad he's not even 29 you know, I it, it's just been he's been a circumstance. He was one of the ones that players were and dynasty owners were wanting them to get a like a speed guy and hopefully Deshaun Watson's back to help pull some safeties off of him to give him some better matchups. So we'll see, uh, Jerry. We got one last segment. Uh, I don't know how you did last week because I do not remember. Oh yes, I do. You had Corey Davis last week. <laughs> How'd that? I work? believe
0: I said I was the sucker at the table and Randy. I went bust on that game. I, at
2: least you were right. You, were, you, you said you are a sucker. You said you were going back to the Corey Davis well. I actually had a pretty good week. I, I said I was going to go cheap at quarterback. I went uh, uh, Derek Carr, and I went expensive at tight end. I went Waller. Waller kind of bailed me out with the TD. But nonetheless, I, I feel like I got you your money's worth in those DFS games. I'm going right back to the stack attack. I'm going with your boys in that Honolulu blue. I'm I'm gonna pay up. I a got little. you
0: in on the on the color now. I I, I I'm in there like
2: swimwear. Uh, <laughs> I I am going Matt Stafford. He is the QB four this week on DraftKings 6,800. Uh, this guy has thrown three or more touchdowns in three of his last four games. He had a three bomb. Ooh. He had a he had a three bomb, a three bomb, and a four bomb. The one game where he didn't was the game against the uh, Green Bay defense. So, hey, you know what? It's been consistent. The Raiders ranked 20th against the QB. I I think this is going to be a shootout. Obviously, Vegas agrees. It's one of the highest over and unders out there. And then I'm going back to Danny Amendola, wide receiver 27 at 4,700 bucks over the last two games. He's averaged eight receptions and 100 yards over the last two games. If he gets you that, he more... He more than pays for his 4700 price tag. At that price tag, you'd be looking for around 14 points. That's somewhere around 18. God forbid he trips and falls in the end zone. The, 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 then you're really doing good. So I'm going with the stack of Amandola and Matthew Stafford. Jerry, what do you got?
0: I'm going with Adrian Peterson. My man is only 4200 and that is good for RB43. In the three games since Jay Gruden has been fired, This man's worst game was 81 yards and that was against San Francisco's defense. He's not going against San Francisco in the other two games. He cracked triple digits. I don't, what more do you want? I know he's old and I know it's funny to make fun of him because he's old and he's broke. Uh, He's got more money than me still, even with his debt, but you know, this is, that's been good. And RB 43, he's going to outperform that. I don't, uh, that that just seems, if you want to pay for somebody big, you got somebody, you know, you want somebody in the Seattle game, you want to buy Mike Evans, you want to buy Chris Godwin, you want to get Russell Wilson, someone like Adrian Peterson to throw in there so that you can get, you can have enough money left over for it. Easy peasy. Just give me Mr. Consistent.
2: Uh, yeah, th- this week, Draft DraftKings has uh, got some kind of uh, craziness going on with their pricing because They've uh, they've squeezed a lot of the value out of the big name guys. So there you go. We're all NFC. We got Adrian Peterson, Matthew Stafford, and Danny Amendola. There you go, Jerry. Uh, I- anything you need this week? in any miracles in any leagues out there?
0: I need my Scott Fishbowl team to start winning. I've lost three in a row for the last five. I thought it was going good. That's nah, just breaking my heart. Uh, you know what I need, Randy? Just a little consistency it seems like all over the place my teams are scoring 170 in you know normal style scoring leagues and then the next week I'm scoring you know 96 and I got guys that get one point and then I got guys that get 40 points just give me a little love give me just give me some let me know what to
2: expect uh, I, I've got some rough buys this week I've got I've got to find uh Austin Hooper Julio mm-hmm. Julio Jones and Cooper Cup replacement. So that's where I'm at. I'm out there uh, kicking over rocks, going deep on those rosters. That's why you keep guys like James White around. You know that James White this year and he he did miss the one game due to the birth of his child. His worst game in PPR is like 12 and a half points. His best game in PPR is 14 points. <laughs> ah, talk about consistency. Mm-hmm. Give me all the James White. There's you, If you made it all the way to the end, there's your bonus. That's what you get for sticking around. Go try and buy you some cheap James White because you know what? The Dynasty World hates him, and I don't know why. <laughs> but, true, but, 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 but on behalf of Jerry, I am Memphis, and remember, here at the Dynasty War Zone, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. We will see you right back here next week.
1: Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs, and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com.